Hello, all of you beautiful humans, and welcome back to the search for serotonin. How's everybody doing this week? To me, it does not feel like December whatsoever, and it does not feel like Christmas is a few weeks away. Um, I personally celebrate Christmas. I know there are so many other holidays going on during this time of year, um, but I personally celebrate Christmas, so that's kind of what I'll be talking about. But yeah, recently I have not been able to get into the holiday spirit. Like a couple weekends ago, my family and I took my niece to a Santa sleigh ride. And that was really fun because it was the Santa sleigh ride me and my sisters used to go to when we were younger. So it was really fun to have my family go do that again. And especially with my niece, now that she's three, we got to take her and it was just so much fun for her. So we all had a really good time. But for some reason, it still doesn't feel like Christmas is right around the corner. Maybe it's because the weather is still kind of not Christmas weather. Um, I don't know what's going on, but this weekend I have my boyfriend's Christmas work party and I'm so excited. I hope that really gets me in the Christmas spirit. Um, it's going to be in downtown Pittsburgh at the Heinz History Center. So if you're familiar with Pittsburgh, you're probably aware of the Heinz History Center. It's a really nice venue. Um, we're going to have, you know, dinner and open bar. We get to get all dressed up. So I'm so excited to get all dressed up and have a fun night with my boyfriend. And hopefully I can get drunk and have fun. Um, but yeah, that'll definitely give me some serotonin this weekend. So I'm looking forward to that. So before we get into this week's topic, which is depression, I just want everybody to start their week off right by doing a quick check-in with themselves. So once again, if you're somebody who takes medication, please take your medication today. Please keep on top of that. Um, if you haven't drank water yet today, go ahead and grab yourself some water, hydrate, take care of yourself, do something good for your body. And right now, just take a moment to see how you're feeling. Acknowledge what emotions you are experiencing. Are they the emotions that you want to be experiencing right now? Just take a moment internally with yourself, check in with yourself, ask yourself what you need, and make sure you give that to yourself so you can start your week off right, and hopefully you can have a productive rest of your week. So like I said, this week's topic is depression. And last week we talked about anxiety, which I said is my main diagnosis. Um, depression is something that I struggle with and it's maybe not something I've struggled with as long as anxiety, but it's something I still live with daily. So I wanted to kind of give you the same information this week as I did last week. So I'm gonna be sharing some statistics, some risk factors for experiencing depression, um, some different types of depression, and then we'll go into symptoms and some ways to cope. So once again, I did some research and within my research, I found that depression is one of the main mental illnesses that are experienced by people. So last week we mentioned how anxiety is the most common mental illness. Um, depression is up there. It's not as common as anxiety, but it is still one that a lot of people experience. According to the World Health Organization, depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide, and it's actually a major contributor to the overall global burden of disease. So yes, you heard that right. Depression is a disability, and it is one of the leading causes of disabilities worldwide. 
Um, so this is definitely something that people deal with, they struggle with, and it is more common than we think it is. So actually more women are affected and diagnosed than men are with depression. I think women are more vocal about it and it's more normalized for women to open up about these depressed feelings that they're having. Whereas men, there's still a lot of stigma and you know, disbelief around men's mental health. So that's why it's so important to get these conversations going because it's not just women, you know, everybody is affected by mental health, whether you're a man, whether you're non-binary, whether you're a member of the LGBT plus community, whoever you are, mental illnesses are affecting you. So the faster we realize that everybody needs to be treated with the same respect and be heard out in the same way, the faster we are going to help the people experiencing these symptoms and we'll have less of a gap. Because when men open up about the depressed feelings that they're having, or maybe that they're losing interest in things that they like, we can't write them off as needing to suck it up or just be a man or deal with it. We need to listen to them and give them the same respect we would anybody else who is opening up about mental health issues. And so we need to make sure, especially in your own life, if there is a male in your life struggling with mental health issues, make sure you are someone that they can lean on and someone they can open up to because they struggle just as much as women do. So with depression, um, something that commonly occurs is suicidal ideations and thoughts because if your depression gets bad enough, that's kind of where it leads to. And I found some information that said suicide is actually one of the leading causes of death in the U.S. And I'm sure that number has gone up post-pandemic. So that is why we need to be having these conversations and we need to be more aware of these issues. Because like I said in the first episode, people are dying. And unless we talk about this and unless people can open up and get the help that they need, then people are just going to going to continue to die and we can't do that anymore. So like I said, men and women are diagnosed differently with depression. And so I found some information. So what are some risk factors that can lead to experiencing depression? Some factors like personal or family history can increase your risk of experiencing depression. So I know in my own family medical history, there is a history of depression and also a history of suicide. So as someone who experiences depression and someone who has also attempted suicide in the past, um, that is definitely a common theme in my family history. So if you're somebody who doesn't know if you have a family history of experiencing depression, please don't be afraid to ask those questions. That is your right to know that's your medical history and you need to be aware because it could lead to you being more likely to experience depression. If you experience any major life changes, trauma or stress, um, that can increase your risk of depression. When I graduated college, you know, I experienced a lot of depression because that was a major life change and I had to figure out how to go about my life now that I was no longer surrounded by a bunch of people all of the time and I was no longer in college and taking classes. So it was a big life shift that did come with some depression. Um, 
trauma when my grandfather passed away i experienced depression for a really long time and that's actually probably one of the longest time periods that i've ever felt depressed just because he was such an important person in my life me and him were very very close and he brought me so much joy so losing him was really really hard and then having to figure out how to navigate life without him in it was just too much and so that came with a lot of long, long-term depression. And I want to say that depression lasted for easily well over a year, if not longer. So yeah, major life changes, trauma, that can all play into experiencing depression. And then once again, certain types of physical illnesses or even certain medications can increase your risk for experiencing depression. So there are several different types of depression. So there's mild depression, which is just every so often, not very consistent depression. Then you get into major or clinical depression, which is going to be ongoing depression. Um, I experience clinical depression, so it is ongoing, it's constant. It's not something I can really get away from. So that is what clinical or major depression is going to look like but you hear this list of symptoms and you think you might need to be diagnosed with depression, please do not self-diagnose based off of this information. Please reach out to a doctor, a therapist, a psychiatrist, and please talk to somebody who is trained to diagnose depression so you can figure out if you actually have it and then they can help you moving forward on how to treat it. So some common symptoms of depression include being sad, anxious or feeling empty, you feel hopeless or you have this pessimistic outlook on life, you can feel irritable, you can feel worthless, you can feel guilty, you can feel helpless, you have a loss of interest or pleasure in hobbies and activities, you can have um, fatigue, you can move or talk more slowly, you can feel restless, You can have difficulty concentrating, remembering, or making decisions. You can also have thoughts of death or suicide. You can also experience appetite and or weight changes. Um, You can experience pains, headaches, cramps, digestive problems. Memory loss is a common symptom of depression that I feel like a lot of people don't talk about. So that is very common that you have gaps in your memory from certain periods of time if you are depressed. And then you can also experience reckless behavior. So as somebody who experiences depression, I have felt almost all of these symptoms. Same way with anxiety. If you don't meet all of these symptoms, you don't experience all of these symptoms, that doesn't mean you're not depressed. You don't have to check all of these boxes in order to qualify for having depression. You could maybe only experience a few of these symptoms, but that still means you could be suffering from depression. So when I am depressed, it is a lot of sadness, that feelingness of feeling empty. I have a very pessimistic outlook on everything. I'm not as irritable with depression as I am with anxiety because with anxiety, it puts a lot of stress on me. Whereas depression, I just feel numb and I don't care and I don't really feel that much. So 
I don't really have a preference and irritable is not my first response when I'm depressed. Um, feeling of worthlessness is huge when I'm depressed. My thoughts, you know, will tell me you're not good enough. People don't like you. People don't want to be around you. You know, you can't even take care of yourself. So why would other people care about you or give a shit about you? So that is definitely very common with depression for me. I oversleep when I have depression. I am staying in bed all day or I'm taking constant naps throughout the day. So that is definitely something that I see when I'm depressed. Um, And then reckless behavior is actually a really big one for me when I feel depressed because I get to this point when I'm depressed that I feel so numb and I just don't care about myself or I don't care what happens. So I justify doing these reckless behaviors that maybe aren't good for me physically or mentally. Um, but I do them anyway, because I think to myself, I don't feel anything now. So regardless of the outcome, it can't be worse than this pain and sadness and numbness that I'm feeling. And so with depression, you know, if you're somebody who's been through it, you can probably relate where it's not a fun time to be in your body because you just don't love yourself. You don't care if you live or die. You don't care if other people notice it or not, honestly, because it just doesn't matter. You know, you don't have the energy to get out of bed. You don't have the energy to take care of yourself, like get in the shower or brush your teeth. You know, sometimes you don't even have the energy or the drive to put food in your body. You know, there's periods of time where I've been depressed and I've gone like a couple days without eating, which isn't healthy. But when you're in that state of depression, you're not thinking about everyday things. You're just focused on the emptiness and the sadness and everything weighing you down. And it's just all feeling like too much. So if you're someone who's experienced depression, I feel you, I see you, I've been you. And if you're somebody who is currently right now real-time experiencing depression and you might be, you know, leaning towards the thought of suicidal ideations or anything like that, please go get help. I have linked the suicide hotline in the show notes. I have a bunch of mental health resources linked. Please, please, please please reach out to somebody, go get help because you matter too much. Your life matters too much. You are too important to give up on yourself. There is so much more in store for you. You have no idea what life has planned for you yet. So please don't give up now. And if you are somebody who is experiencing this right now, I want you to choose to keep living for yourself and for you alone because this is your life and you should want to keep living it for you. Don't let people guilt you into it and don't let people tell you, you know, oh, you can't feel depressed or you can't have suicidal thoughts because if you act on those, then what kind of burden are you going to put on your family and friends or how are people in your life going to be affected by that selfish decision that you make? No. Don't let people bully you into living. That's not how we should handle people who are feeling depressed and suicidal. 
we shouldn't guilt them into anything or put additional burden onto them because they're already feeling so weighed down and so much like a burden that if you add that on top of it, it's not going to make them feel any better, you know? So if you're somebody who has ever been told that in your life, please ignore those people. Please continue to live and do it for you because like I said, you have so much value and you have so much left to live for. And, you know, I tried to kill myself at a point in my life where I didn't even recognize my potential yet. I didn't even know what my purpose in this life was. And to this day, I'm still learning and I'm still growing and I'm still evolving, but you matter too much and you have so much to offer this world. So don't give up. And I want you to keep living and I want you to keep living for yourself and to find this happiness and to find that joy so if you are in that headspace like i said please reach out if you need to open up to somebody but you can't open up to people in your life please reach out to me my dms are always open and i like i said i've been there and i see you and i value you and i just love you so much so i don't want anything to happen to you Whew. Okay, so we got a little off topic uh, there, but, you know, it's not off topic because we're talking about depression. And if you're somebody who is experiencing depression, I'm not going to apologize for telling you what I wish someone would have told me when I was going through all of that. So if you're somebody who experiences depression, here are some ways to cope. So the main two ways to cope with depression are going to be therapy and medication. I have found that the combination of both therapy and taking medication really does help my depression. Um, like I said last episode, sometimes medication doesn't always work for everybody. But if you are someone who experiences depression, I highly recommend you talk to a therapist, a doctor, or a psychiatrist, especially if they are going to be prescribing you medication. Because one of the most common side effects of antidepressants are that they can actually increase your depression and they can actually increase your likeliness to have suicidal thoughts. So that's why it's important to talk to a trained professional when you are getting prescribed medication. So if you are experiencing those changes of your depression worsening, or maybe you start to have suicidal thoughts, you need to make sure you're communicating that with your psychiatrist or your therapist or your doctor, whoever is prescribing you these medications, so they can be aware of that and then get you off that medication and onto a new one as quickly as possible. I currently take Wellbutrin as my antidepressant. It helps me stay motivated. It helps me get going in the morning. Um, but I've been on a number of different antidepressants. It took me a few trial and errors to get to where I'm at. But right now, Wellbutrin has been working for me. So that's the one that I'm currently on. Another way to cope with depression is exercise, just moving your body, getting out and taking a walk, getting fresh air. Um, that can really help decrease depression. If you surround yourself with supportive people, especially people you can open up to and confide in when you're going through these depressive episodes, or maybe you're having some really dark thoughts, just finding people that you can open up to and be around without judgment can really help ease your depression. Um, while you're experiencing depression, they recommend that you don't make any major life decisions. So the one article I was reading said, 
don't get married, don't get a divorce or anything like that. Another example I could think of is maybe if you're in college and maybe you're thinking of dropping out completely, maybe instead of doing that, maybe you talk to a therapist on campus about potentially maybe taking a leave of absence so you can take a semester or two off, but not withdraw completely from the university. Um, when it comes to college and mental health, if you need to take time off of college because your mental health is decreasing, I always always am a fan and I always support taking that time off if it's going to make your mental health better and it's going to help you because yes if you're someone who is in college you know you're worried about grades and you're stressing about a lot of stuff but none of those things outweigh the priority of your health and your safety. So if you are someone who is in college and you're struggling, I don't think the rule of making any major decisions applies to you because if you need to take a leave of absence and you need to take a semester off, that is more important than staying in school and trying to spread yourself too thin and continuing to harm yourself. It's not worth all of that, so just take the semester off. Also, do not abuse substances when you are depressed. Substance abuse goes hand in hand with anxiety disorders as well as depression. And especially when you're depressed, like I said, when you're making those reckless decisions and you don't care what happens to your body and you don't care about your health and your well-being, it's so easy to, you know, just drink a bunch or go get high. Or sometimes when people are depressed, they'll try drugs or other things that they might not try when they're in the right state of mind. So please don't use substances and abuse them as a way to cope. For my depression, I personally love listening to sad music to help me cope because a lot of the times a lot of people in my life can't relate to what I'm going through with depression. So I try and find sad songs that emulate those same feelings because when I listen to those songs, I personally feel seen and I feel heard and I feel related to. And a lot of the times just by listening to sad music and relating to the lyrics and scream singing and maybe crying a little bit, I feel a lot better after doing that because being able to process those emotions and kind of just let it all out without being judged has been a really great outlet for me when I'm depressed. So if you're somebody who listens to a lot of music, maybe make a depression playlist and put it together and listen to songs that make you feel related to when you're depressed so then you can listen to that and kind of process those emotions and then like i said let them go and get them out and then not have to be judged because it's so easy to just hop in your car throw on that playlist and scream sing and cry a little bit until you are feeling better all right so i wanted to keep this episode a lot shorter than i have been with other episodes so that is all that I'm going to cover with depression today. Um, if you guys like these shorter episodes better than the longer episodes, please let me know and we can try and keep them around this 20 to 30 minute time frame. I have no issue with that. I just wanted to give people some different options so you guys can let me know what you like the best. 
I will be linking all of the information and the research that I used for this episode in the show notes. So if you would like to do further research on depression, you can find all of those articles linked in the show notes. Um, Also, the Spotify playlist will be linked in the show notes, as well as the Instagram for the podcast, which is at the search for serotonin. If you're not following the podcast yet, please, please, please go give us a follow. If you want to follow me, my at name is at Carolyn underscore Farrick. Also, if you're listening on Spotify, go ahead and give the podcast a follow if you are liking it. If you're listening on Apple Music, please follow the podcast and then rate and review. Let me know how you're liking it. Or if you're not liking it, let me know um, those reviews that are coming in. I really love reading them. So if you want to leave me a review, I will absolutely read it. And as always, if you are somebody who is struggling right now and you want some resources or you need someone to reach out to, as always, I will be linking mental health resources in the show notes. The suicide prevention hotline will be in there. So if you are struggling with depression currently, please check that out. Please give that number a call. Don't be ashamed to get help. All right. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for being here for another week. And please take care of yourselves. Have a great week. This week's song is Sun Goes Down by Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X is actually one of my favorite musical artists ever. I just love his music and I think his music is brilliant and so beneficial to a lot of people. But Sun Goes Down is specifically one of my favorite songs by him because it is a song that makes me feel so seen and heard. And I've never related to a song more in regards to depression than I have with this song. And so in this song, he says, you know, send me a gun and I'll see the sun because he's talking about being so depressed and by ending his life, he will see the light. But then he goes on to sing in the song, you know, there's so much more to life than dying over your past mistakes, which goes to show no matter how hard your depression makes it seem like things are, you don't have to kill yourself or put yourself down over past mistakes and past occurrences because you never know what life is planning for you just down the road. So I think it's a really beautiful song. I think a lot of people who have depression can resonate with this song. And I highly recommend watching this music video because when I did, I cried my eyes out. It's just such a great music video. It's so well done. So if you're someone who struggles with depression, please go check out this song. Once again, it will be on the Spotify playlist, which is linked in the show notes. See you next week.